0: Alright, so I decided that because Drew and Moses brought so much intellect and so much to to the discussion, that we're going to cut some of the corona stuff out, and we're just going to jump right into a spa- 2001 A Space Odyssey. Obviously, the coronavirus isn't going anywhere anytime soon, and I thought it was a little redundant from what we had last week with Joe. So just to sort of recap or summarize the coronavirus impact on theaters... Movies are continuing to uh, change release dates. At, and at the same time, Trolls World Tour is releasing in theaters, but also straight to video. So that seems like the new trend here. Some, A lot of movies now, or a lot of movies already, are transitioning very quickly to straight to video. So that's what's happened with Coronavirus. And please enjoy the Space Odyssey analysis. It's very deep and very, very insightful. Thanks everybody for listening. All right, guys. Welcome back. This is the second part of the podcast. Thank you for listening to our wonderful anchor has some wonderful transitions. So thank you guys for listening to those. I don't know which you know. Thank you for listening to that wonderful transition. Uh, now we're gonna talk about a space two thousand one, a space odyssey, directed in uh, m- created in nineteen sixty eight, directed by Stanley Kubrick, who's a legend. He's also directed Doctor Strangelove, Highlander, Love the Bomb, Mother of the Bomb, ha- uh, Spartacus. Uh, Clockwork Orange, he's, you know, has had multiple, you know, multiple uh, classic films. Uh, He's one of the most well-renowned uh, directors of all time. This movie's also rated G, not even PG, it's rated G. Really? Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Well, we're going to get to that, I guess, in a little bit, right, Drew? Uh, It's yeah. bu- its budget was around $12 million, and it may- has made, in its total run, including re-releases and all that, $146 million at the box office. Uh, and it was distributed by uh, MGM. Or M- yeah, MGM Studios. So uh, who wants to go... Who, let's just put it out here. What do you guys think of the film? I'm going to go, but who wants to go first? Drew, Moses, what do you guys think of the movie?
1: In my opinion, right, I think the, the first half of the movie was the most interesting. Like, I thought the second half was probably where, like, the most deep analysis can go into but I really like the the suspense in the beginning as like you're slowly introduced like firstly obviously to the um the the, the, the Africa scene which is a very important and, and significant scene in the movie it sort of sets up this overarching this, this overarching theme but I, and, and then after that you're introduced to the sci-fi setting and slowly you're like okay something's going on here and and you begin to slowly get little tidbits until you realize what's going on and it's like super like i just love that build-up you know
2: right right um if i can add can you guys hear me? Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um but i believe that the film is more a bit more like quality, quality now i've seen many complaints about how like oh the first scenes are drawn out like the kind of monkey scenes are like that takes 20-30 minutes right but i believe that's fully to illustrate like our primal hunting patterns. That's fully to illustrate. Like, right? Almost, I, it's, it's almost like it's almost
1: like the movies. Like, I think about the movie. Like, I think the movie about circles. You know, like a circle of life. The, the, the way that the circle of the spaceship. You know, it just makes you, you feel like it's like describing being right. stuck in a
2: hamster wheel circle. And if there's any real point to it at all, you know. Right, but I'm saying like, it's it's more about like you do see like so this director specifically incorporated like very long shots. On like monkeys. And <laughs> Not sure. I like those. those very good. long shots. But like there's a purpose to that. Like them fighting over sort of resources is what arcs the like the further like the further progression of the film. Because later in the film you do see like how like taking over and that's kind of like a competition. Instead of being monkey over monkey it becomes machine over. I think yeah yeah I know. Certainly I think especially I think really like why the Africa
1: scene is so important is and that was set we, we were sort of confirmed four million years I mean someone in that sort of uh, space scene mentions four million years ago so it was probably our four million years ago which is when Australopithecus Africanus was around and eventually they got preceded by a more intelligent hominid species right and that's what sort of that's what's sort of being shown in the Africa scene when the the the, uh, the Australopithecus group they wake up and see that pillar. That's like they get they start freaking out because that's like a, it's like it's a it's an omen of like a new species that are that's more intelligent than them that's going to overtake them. And then we see, and so that's a soap Africanus preceded by whatever hominid species came next. But we see that motive played out in the, the next half of the film, the sci fi. Not the next half, but the next part of the film was a sci-fi bit where it's a, the the humans discover the, the pillar that was buried on the moon, and they realize they start freaking out because they realize there's a more intelligent species than in them that's gonna that's gonna precede them. Something like just like the the group. I think that's like the overarching like sort of theme that's going on there. That at least that's one of one interpretation you can have. I guess. <laughs> it make any sense at all?
0: No. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I think, I mean, I'll just say flat out, my general thought of the movie was that. And also, I should say this: this was this is Rotten Tomatoes' belief on the movie. It has a ninety-three percent Rotten Tomatoes with an eighty-nine percent audience score. Joe created that tradition, saying the audience score, and the critics' consensus: is one of the most influential, influential of all sci-fi films, and one of the most controversial. Stanley Kubrick's 2001 is a de- delicate poetic meditation on the ingenuity and folly of mankind. And I honestly hated. it. I thought this movie movie was boring as hell. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's the kind of real talk you get on, on uh, your podcast. You know, that's what, that's what people come in and listen to that realness right there.
0: I mean, I thought it stunk. I think this is like an actually, it's not a good, it's a genuinely not a good film. In my I feel opinion, like
1: people like, People like, I mean, it's, it's claimed as like the most, I'm not personally, I think there's like, there is stuff to interpret, maybe not as much as people are making out because it's the most like discussed movie, like of all time. Like there's so many theories. There's like, there was like even like reference to like, in this like one book called Alien Sex, The Body and Desire in Cinema and Theology. There was a reference to this movie. Like, like all sorts of like weird theories are going on, you know? Yo, Drew,
0: when I finished this movie, I didn't even give a shit because I was so bored out of my mind. Like I didn't even I literally you said that on air. You said that on air I literally air. hey we're NSFW this episode. I literally gave negative <laughs> negative shifts shits. Like negative. Like I gave not nothing. I gave less than nothing. I'm like thinking, I'm like, hmm, what are they trying to say right now? And I'm just like, you know what? I genuinely don't care. Cause it was boring yeah. as hell. Nothing happened. They don't say the first word till 25 minutes in, which is fine. But I don't even see monkeys. Spanging in a bone for 50, <laughs> for twenty five minutes.
1: You, but you gotta admit the leopard scene was cool. That was a real leopard attacking a person. That was sick. Yes, yes. That was
0: sick. That was sick. But then the movie transitions, and then for thirty five minutes we meet this guy. Um, uh, we meet, you know, a, 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 a doctor Floyd, right? Uh, 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 the main character, so to speak. And I'm like, okay, finally, now the movie's starting to go. Exactly. And then we complete. Then half an hour later, we completely shift. And then we like have a David, one of the doctors, and Frank. You know, there's like no meaningful dialogue. Nothing meaningful happens. There's very. There's yeah, it's, like- funny
2: because, it's funny because the first like twenty five minutes of the film, the first thirty minutes, it's just monkeys going like and, and it's, like, really it doesn't add any quality to the film. You know what I mean?
1: like first 30 minutes there's like no dialogue it's all like ooh, eh, eh. But also you have to realize that the last 30 minutes there's also no dialogue when you're seeing those like landscape Bro, hadorams. what
0: even was that i mean we will get to that later I'm, that was so stupid oh my god like we, i liked it in the beginning but then like yes. it just
1: got
2: kind of it just got boring you know i mean at the same time um if i can put in my input um what, what, like, okay, so the French say it's, like, um, a saute to do cook then, which means, like, you change topics without watching, and I feel like that's what it's what? about. Like, <laughs> it keeps on changing, <laughs> what the, no, 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 what I'm saying is, it keeps on changing the themes.
0: <laughs> please, Moses, continue, please. Sorry,
1: it keeps on changing the themes of the movie.
2: Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this out.
0: No, we're not. Hello, welcome to the podcast. <laughs>
2: okay, so get through this notion du which means in French, it means to jump from like a donkey, like a chicken to fly a rocket ship, Which means it's like it's like an exact, it's an extreme change.
0: Yeah, what well, keep going. Yeah,
2: yeah go ahead. Is that it? I have, I have a bunch more sayings to like relate to the to the topic. I mean, it's like is that you? Is that you, or is that you? That's <laughs> literally not me. Okay, sorry, sorry. I have another sayings. That, <laughs> that was um, me. Accommodated. Okay. <laughs> but literally, like, okay. So, like, I've been taking German for a while. It means like "tomaten, auf den den haben." It means like. <laughs> It's not fair. He's, like, changed the scene a lot. Like, I, I do believe that, like, okay, sure, like, the guy was launching his face. The guy finally defeats Hal, right? But then he goes through this kind of vortex where it's just a scene of, like, massive flashes of color and whatnot. And right. I, and there
1: were these, like, weird, like, spherical, like, like, green and blue balls, like, flying around, you know? It was crazy.
0: I mean, at first it was cool, but then it just got boring. I mean, what I what I'd say to Moses, what I'd say in sort of, I understand what you're saying Moses, like, yeah. it's a it's a style, of course, but at the same time, all right, like, not it's exper- This movie is experimental film. That's what it is. It's experimental right. film. Agreed. There isn't a clear narrative, and like, the best dialogue, right? Like, I I watched a video, the closer look. Shout out to the closer look, look. And, like, the best dialogue serves a purpose. It's supposed to extend the merit narrative. And there's so much dialogue that makes – just isn't important. And maybe that's the point. But when you in don't – what? are you saying? Like, like what Moses is saying. Like, you're kind of just illogical, but you're making really important points. Exactly. Illogically?
2: It kind of – okay, so what I believe is that mm-hmm. it kind of, like, cuts out the film like scissors. Like, it, like, cuts out, like, certain segments of the film – and in actuality, like actually, I believe like it, it kind of entangles certain themes. Like we we arrive, we, we begin with this we become again with the monkeys, and we have the scene of like, you know, how we defeated. And finally we have this entanglement where it's like this guy is traveling through like space and whatnot and finally meets like an old version of himself. Like I don't understand really what that means.
1: Right. I mean I get you, I get that
2: Just. sc uh, uh um.
1: One second, sorry, I gotta I got sneeze. Okay, no, so sorry, I'm good, I'm good. Oh my god, I
0: mean, um Moses, Moses though, you know sorry. happened? Let, let, let's like not get to the beginning. Let's keep let's kinda of try to work chronologically. So yeah, sure. easier Oh, to you follow. want to
1: start work going towards the end? Sure. Yeah,
0: let's wait let's wait on the end a little okay,
1: bit. Let's do
0: it. But let's talk so we kinda of hit the beginning part and we kinda of hit the middle part. But I have to ask you guys before we a little tangent here, but not really. Sure. Uh huh. This is actually more sort of directly to Moses. This is directly to Moses. Wow, you keep talking about rude. the... Drew, you, you'll get your time. Um, I still like you more, by the way. But anyways. Thank um, you.
1: I'm glad we officially, you know, confirmed that. Um, on, on air. On record.
0: Yeah. So you say, you say in these elegant terms, and that's wonderful, Moses. Can you please explain, though, the point and the... Try to at least explain the point and the meaning of having the first three minutes of the movie... Be just mute, like music that I just played, like bah, bah, thank you. That was fun. Oh, that having that for like two and a half minutes, not only then, but also at the intermission, not for like thirty seconds, for three minutes of length.
2: Okay, um, first of all, to explain that a little bit, I think it's about the preservation of human life, and how first of all, that okay, that soundtrack is uh, written by Strauss. And it's called *Thus um, Spoke Zarathustra*. And um, it really needs to illustrate kind of the continuity of life. How we've begun from like ape, like ape patterns, right? Ape behavioral patterns. We get again began from apes, right? Which is like super pro life. Like apes, like the purpose of apes is to reproduce. the The children of the apes is to you know bring further ace like right that there, there's no reason why like this stuff should be cut but then we go to the human like the human parts right and finally we arrive at the ending which is like a more transcendental like he meets like this more like fourth dimension um kind of world where he is able to like meet an older version of himself and i feel like that's very like it's very pro-life in that he like Attempts to recreate and kind of continue humanity.
1: Well, I think I think I think one thing that you're
2: very you're missing out a lot on about this right. whole pro-life argument is right. is the ending scene, is
1: the very last scene where you see a, a large fetus that's right next to Earth. I mean, you remember that, James, don't you? you of course,
0: that? of course.
1: It's one of the weirdest the, the weirdest scenes, and so it's you have this pro-life. fetus next to this Earth, and it's it's the same size and it's the same shape, and it's trying to say like you know, that's Earth. We need to protect Mother Earth. We need to be like, like against, like this whole, the whole abortion thing, you
0: know. I don't know. I, I didn't mean, get that. I mean, I mean, I could see, I
1: could see it. I mean, I've heard that it's it's a theory. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, problem, theory. I, like I kind of get the the point you're trying to make, Moses, about that. Yeah. The problem is, at a certain point, don't you have to have some sort of logic to it, or and not even logic, it could be illogical, I mean, but I mean, it has to be at least a least bit entertaining. That's to engage you a little I bit.
2: I understand that, but, like, I think what it's trying to do is, like, imitate your brain on, like, a certain substance. Like, okay, so, that's cool, but, like, have you ever done, like, have you ever done DMT? Like, do you know what that is?
0: Explain, I don't think, I don't think our audience knows what that is, so. Okay. Better yet. Do you? Psychedelic drug. Mm-hmm, okay. I think that, like, Okay, I think that
2: they realize that, you know, it's going to be like confusing, and that's why they copy like the kind of mannerisms of being on sort of drugs, because they don't understand what is beyond humans. They don't understand, like, first we have apes, then we have humans. What is after humans? Is it, like, something that is... It's the, like, it's
1: the alien. alien. It's the alien. That's why the humans are scared. It,
2: it, it is supposed to be something that, like, we don't understand at the end. Right. I understand that, like, there is confusion against, like, Oh, I don't understand the un- I don't understand the ending, but at the same time, like perhaps that's what they're trying to make you do. they're trying to make you not understand the ending for a purpose. I
1: mean, yeah, yes, so that, that was some advanced stuff.
0: But you have to engage. You have to look. I understand that you have the apes. You have the you have all these things. You know, sort of like. Uh, the monolith, so to speak, that monolith, I was right speaking there.
1: Speaking of this, the Apes. By the way, James, you know that song "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds"? Mm-hmm. They—that's you know Lucy, the, the 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 missing link, like that fossil specimen. Yes. That they named it after that song. Wow.
0: Yeah,
1: it's the same species that was shown in 2001: Space Odyssey.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. See, there is. I mean. I mean, to me, the only real, the only real above advance, so to speak, that I got from it was two things, and it has nothing to do with what you guys said.
2: Okay. For, what do you mean?
0: Like all the meanings that you said, you guys have talked about very eloquently, didn't even come to me when I watched this movie.
2: What is Yeah,
1: no, I mean, I think I mean most of the stuff that I'm saying are like theories that I've like heard about because it's a very right. highly
0: discussed movie. Right. What the things that I at least took away from it, I want to hear you guys' opinion was. The monolith was to me like, um, like that's like God or something, like that. Oh, you were looking at it like through a religious lens, or like it doesn't have to be a God, like religious. Just like that's like that's like the otherworldly being. You know, like people talk about like there's like another beat. There's like like Prometheus, like that movie. How there's like you know uh, the whole plot of that movie is like you know like there's like there's like a race of people that created the universe and all that. As, right. and it's
1: like it's like in the canon like it's not even like subtext it's like right there like right. they say and it. also
0: like interstellar like the the like the aliens help the pe- humans like i felt like that was it like that's like the god or like that's like the that's like just the this universe to this space odyssey the the space odyssey universe the monolith is sort of like the other but, being is the god do
2: really think, but do you really think it is a god or is it something that is just like naturally occurring it's something that is like present in evolution like this was meant to be sort of you know what why do you think the modernist exists why do you think like this god just like suddenly appears that's the that's my question
0: to guide to guide humans forward i mean it's the only
1: it's or to, to, ex- to kill them for sin like a noah's flood like an like a flood type thing you know Cause that's what happened to the, the the apes, the Australopithecus. They died out.
0: Well, what if what if what if what if out. the child at the end of the movie is like supposed to be like the Messiah type thing? I don't know. Maybe true. I'm just spitballing here because that's what this movie wants you to do. I guess, right?
1: I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, why else would it be very big?
0: I, I mean, and building off that, like, what did you guys? Uh, I mean, what did you guys interpret the model with that? You just you guys not agree with me, or?
1: I mean, I okay. So so for me, I was like thinking about it basically as like, okay, there's like it's like a metaphor for, um, like sort of human or hominid evolution, where it's like this this the structure is like, like sign of like the next human that's gonna come and take over. Like for example, like, like I mean, like I explained earlier, like the Australopithecus, um, the Australopithecus, uh. What do you call it like they, they were getting like uh they were going to get taken over by the next species just like that like humans are going to be taken over by aliens it's like sort of um like the, the monolith reminds me of like certain um like structures used to kill like feral hogs you know because they they breed very rapidly and it's like a major problem with the u.s
2: i don't so know if that sounds just like asking the opinion of james like
1: on like the human evolution
2: thing no, 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 the whole like feral hog population example that you use, I don't know if that counts.
1: Why, why isn't, oh, because just, no, well, I mean, it's just like sort of like an offhand comment, like maybe they had that sort of feral hog, like extermination technology back then, you know? Maybe it was like a visual reference to that too. I hear the novel is also very, very different from the actual movie. Yeah, it's a short Because story. They, were made, they were made at the same time, the movie and the novel. Do you know that? So the, the, the book wasn't finished, when production started. So there's a lot of differences between Kubrick's version and the novel.
0: Uh-huh. Interesting. And, and I mean, there there is really two, two different differently points of view from this movie, right? There's obviously the monolith slash kind of, like, baby thing, right? Then there's also Hal. Wait, wait, wait. Hal, about Hal for a second. Um, of course, yeah. That's where I was going, Moses. Was...
2: Okay, so, um, Hal, like, I've studied a bit on kind of the concept of artificial intelligence, and um, I don't know. Have you ever searched your name up on Google? Like, have you ever like just looked up your name?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes.
2: So it's like, Hal is a entity that like understands human behavior, which is something that we've tried to have machines like behave for a long time. Like, understand what it means to be human, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the purpose of Hal is to illustrate like how advanced. Um, artificial intelligence can really get. It can possibly accelerate to, like, very, very advanced parts where it's able to try to extinguish, like, its own kind. It's trying trying to extinguish humans. Um, Which leads to the question, like, like, James, do you think that, like, technology will ever really, like, reach a rate that, like, we can create, like, house, which we can create, like, human-like uh, machines that can like Behave exactly like us And like understand The concepts of behavior And betrayal
0: I, I think yeah I mean we already have Kind of like yeah, I, at some point Right Yeah We already have like sense. Watson and stuff like that That's like really right. advanced You actually have
1: to make Like a sort of like A backup scissor That'll like cut all those Like entanglements And stuff like In case Like a backup Like a kill switch In case stuff goes wrong You know
0: But also think about it Like once you like It's such like a lot. It's such a high curve Like it's such like An exponential curve Because like Once you teach emotion, like then it's ball game. Like once you're able to teach emotion, then how can you that's really the only if you think about it, the only real issue is you don't know how to you can't program emotion accurately, right? Right. But once you do that, once you do that, even if you mimic it, even if you mimic it, Drew, to the point where it's like believable or can actually Uh work, then what's stopping the 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 computer from becoming a separate entity? welcome back to the podcast zoom was just like we don't want to record this anymore so zoom hashtag oh, wow. shout out to zoom but again <laughs> sort of cut you off more so we're talking about Hal, intelligent beings we got into that uh you know sort of build off that uh and almost uh, he didn't really think it had a bigger meaning but what do you think Jude? do you think that uh how has a different meaning maybe than what you said or you agree or you mean that what moses said mm-hmm, about how because Mo- moses i don't want to paraphrase your 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 beliefs but you basically said that you didn't think what what exactly did you say i don't want to i don't want to put words in your mouth
2: just Whatever. summarize uh it was is that it's the next evolution in the human timeline like how robots will take over and that's how humans are supposed to like behave and adapt to because that is ultimately like what's going to happen like as soon as machines get advanced enough that's going to be the next evolution of the humans you know we were at australopithecus but now we're at um you know Ultra sapiens but now exactly. we're at, like the cost of the machines that's what I'm saying. i mean
1: honestly like like i was actually you know what like i was saying earlier like uh, with that that idiom it means like you're seeing like real objects in front of you um director is laying out exactly like exactly what you're trying to see is you're trying to he's showing like Australopithecus and then that machine that machine signifies the next evolution and then you see humans in the exact same scenario the, you know, that machine that alien taking over you know I totally agree with both but
0: then the only thing I the only thing I, I guess the point I raised that is how eventually loses no does she? I mean he gets shut off or he gets shut down
1: oh yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a, that's the point. Like, it's the hero that like you didn't think was
2: gonna be able to uh, defeat the, the alien, but then he does. You know? I mean, to be honest, I think this has um, this isn't really to say that like humans are greater than robots per se, because no, no. Like, let's say like okay, so how like okay, how wasn't like perfect, right? He wasn't perfect as a robot. I'm sure we can all agree. But there will be a time when, like, robots will like be able to advance against that potential shut off, right? And I would say, like the like the whole purpose, like the whole like the whole reason why he gets shut off is the concept of chaos, and the concept of chaos, is, like, very important. Like, chaos has has to do with like everything, like like the falling gas prices, like the concept of like stocks going up and low, up and down. Like, chaos is just something that you can't control. And the only thing that robots are, like, unable to control is predict the unpredictable. Predict what cannot happen. Which is why I think, like, the concept of how, like, accidentally short-circuiting is very much so a concept of chaos. Like, it accidentally.
0: Well, it isn't accidentally. He gets shut off.
2: Yeah, he gets shut off. But, like, I'm saying, like, more advanced robots would not allow that shut off. More advanced robots would kind of like defend more strongly against, you know, that kind of, um, kind of, uh, human decision to terminate them.
0: Well, you know what I say, Moses. One of my favorite sayings is, "Chaos is natural."
2: It's natural, yeah. And robots right. not predict against chaos. That's
0: the whole premise of it. Uh, and and to really sort of expand that point, maybe taking in a slightly different direction. My one question is, at least, I don't know the answer, and I want to see maybe you guys do. When Hal begins to sort of go against the team, right? He goes against the astronauts he's working there for, with, right? Why does that happen, you guys? Why do you guys think that happens? What do you mean? Wait, like, what did you say? Like, when Hal tries to, like, Hal kills the astronauts, right? And Hal tries to hijack the plane or hijack the airplane. It- why, why, in your opinion, does that happen?
1: You're breaking up. You're, you, I don't know. something that, the, like, the mic, your mic's breaking up a little.
0: How? Okay. Right. Uh-huh. When he kills the team, right? He kills three astronauts, right? Right, right. In,
1: in, the, in the chamber, right? Right.
0: right. The, like, the why chamber. does he go ape? Like, why does he just go crazy? That's what well, I'm saying.
1: Because, because he, remember, he figures out that, um. well, I mean, you could ask, like, why would, uh, uh, like, a cow that realizes uh, that it's about to be slaughtered would go crazy. Remember, he l- reads the lips of those two people. of the. No, no, pilots. no,
0: but even be- – you're right. I misspoke a little bit. I misspoke. You're right. But even before that, he's acting strange, right?
1: That's true, yeah. yeah. Because he was – no, because he – you know what? He knew. He knew. He knew that uh... – Drew? Sorry, did you hear me? I think I, I think I i think i cut off for something yo zoo, this is
0: how right now how's trying to not let us do this podcast.
1: oh my god no no because remember remember that video that um the pilot receives of a the ble- a person being like aliens have been found you know what i'm saying that video at the end mm-hmm. but the, that he discovers how knew about that video because it was given to how how knew that something was off and that the aliens were going to take over and so you know and so she or whatever maybe or maybe how's like that's a superior life form. Those aliens are the superior life form. I should go and, like, kill these humans and try to contact them. You know what I'm saying? That's because she knew about the aliens before the pilots did. That's why she was
2: acting weird. It's a possible hypothesis that Drew just described.
0: Do you agree with it, though?
2: Um, Yeah, and more or less. Um, I do believe, however, like, how, like, possesses a synthetic activity that can kind of surpass kind of, like, what, like, the defense systems that humans have, but at the same time, I think Drew makes very valid points. Um, was there, do you have a next question or whatnot?
0: No, keep going. You know what this reminds
1: me of? There's, like, so much, like, arguing and, like, discussion. James, you remember, like, in, like, in like the early, not the early 2000s, like, maybe, or, like, early 2010s, it no. was, like, like, Twilight. You remember no. Twilight?
2: No, 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 no. It was,
1: like, Team, team uh, Jacob or Team Edward. There's so much fighting on about that. Do you do you remember which one you were? Did, ah, you, did you have one? I did not have one unfortunately. If you had to pick now, just just purely, if you had to pick now, though, no. Jacob or Edward? Jacob. Let's go! Yes, uh, of course, Team Jacob all the way, man. Team Even Jacob. though Robert oh,
0: Pattinson is a good, is gonna be Batman.
1: In Batman, have you seen the new the suit? Yes. Have you seen
0: the
1: suit? What did you think of it?
0: I liked it a lot. I
1: actually said that I on the show. I liked it a lot too. I think some people were saying, like, the cowl looks, like, a little small. But, like, I think that's as big as the promo. Maybe it wasn't. Like, it's, it's even that, like, yeah. But, like, I think it looks great. I'm super excited. Did you see The Lighthouse?
0: No, I did not.
1: You should. Robert Pattinson's in that. It's give very, your
0: 30-second review, Drew. The floor is yours.
1: Oh, my God. It's a great – Um, if you've seen The Witch, it's the same director. It's a super atmospheric Car. It's about these two guys who – it's, like, it's – meant. It's set in New England during like the early 1900s. It's these two people who are out on this lighthouse. and They have to man this lighthouse for like 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 a year or something out at sea. And so it's just these two guys isolated, and slowly it like descends into like insanity. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. William William Defoe. It's it's Robert Pattinson. Right. Yes. Dafoe. Yes. I, I'm familiar the with
0: the cast. Yeah. They, unfortunately, because the Oscars are is a bunch of BS, they wasn't nominated yeah. for anything. But.
1: Yeah, I know. That's not.
0: They're too busy nominating uh films that just aren't really that good, but
1: was oh, that a little dig there,
0: James? Well they went off the rails last year and then it just kinda of started going off the rails. So last yeah, year they went know, way off the rails. Know. I mean, why was Black Panther nominated? Your guess is as good as mine. Why was Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> no- Why was Bohemian Rhapsody nominated? Your guess is as good as
2: mine.
0: Oh my god. Is- why was Vice nominated? Your guess is as good as mine, folks. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. They don't like indie cinema. Put it that way. I don't like in- shout out to the Indies. Hashtag os- boycott the Oscars, okay?
1: Not sure if anything you made sense. You said it made sense.
0: Uh, but- After I ran off the rails, like Drew so eloquently pointed out, Moses being the natural that he is, we focused the narrative and applied it to a space odyssey. Thank you for listening.
2: Sorry, James. I'm unable to do that. Like, it's all about the concept. Is about the system disobeying man.
1: Yes. Yes, most of this.
0: Is that you want to keep going? Is there more to that? Yeah. That's
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it. So it's kind of like, um. So we the the speculation from what uh from the research that I've done is like, what do the critics think about like what how will be? And I think that how will be like you know, like kind of like, okay, I'm going to take over the rest of the world. I'm going to, like, kind of invent a sort of system where humans are subordinate to uh, robots. And sort of like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind sort of like, sort of, um, when Hal becomes new humanity. Like, if you seen Terminator, like, the whole concept is, like, robots are like, okay, I'm going to take over the human system. I'm going to, like, be able to sort of, um, uh, like the become the in the hierarchy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like how the purpose of HAL is so that he can like expand on the world once he get back, when he gets back to the planet, like to become like to repopulate the earth with new robots. Like this is the purpose of HAL. Like the the purpose of a robot is to perpetuate artificial intelligence. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess so, and maybe the alien life is like in a similar vein in
2: like technology wise. That might be true.
0: But I mean, I just think I just think from.
1: Tell us what you think, James. Give it. You've been asking us so many questions. Let's let's hear let's hear your side for a second.
0: No, I mean, I just think Hal's uh, interesting character. I really didn't understand why he went off the rails, but I think again, like Moses said, everything in this movies. Meaning is in the fact that it's illogical. That's true. The That's meaning true. is in the in, is in the seemingly in meaningless, right? That's where the meaning really is. Right,
1: exactly. Because I feel like people like try and like look into like meaning sometimes too much. Like you know, like in the Avengers, like people were asking why wasn't Captain America eating at the end of Avengers, but it's like I mean he doesn't have to be eating. You remember the scene, like at the end scene, they all were like a place and they're all eating, but Captain America doesn't. And, but people like had made
2: theories about that, but like they're just like what do into it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean mean, the question is like really the question is whether like alien life could possibly exist and the more important question is if they existed would they be a form of artificial intelligence like there's been a there's been quite a lot of research on the kind of Denver (laughs) sorry the Denver airport conspiracy have you heard of that
0: I have not yeah no
2: Okay. So basically what the Denver airport sincerity says is that like the government understands that there is a bunch of aliens out there and they're holding it all on in, in that one specific location, which is like crazy because like, like we don't understand what the government really does understand. And we don't understand whether there is intelligent life or not out there. And that, that is the scariest part, whether like, First of all, like our created artificial intelligence is able to talk, like to cooperate with artificial intelligence. And second of all, whether like artificial intelligence actually like exists. Like, do you believe in aliens, James? Yes. You do? Yeah. I do you think we've made no contact with them? What do you think they are like?
0: Well, they're probably completely different. Uh, they might well, just—they yeah, sure. might just be like dragons. Seriously, like, what's to say like a planet? The galaxy next door just has like microscopic bacteria. But then Uh, another planet has like dragons that like from our point of view fly upside down and like You wouldn't even be able to like comprehend. Exactly. It'd be like completely different. It'd be like the Matrix, basically. Like, you know how the Matrix is like that world is like really weird looking and the robots are like super advanced, like super duper duper advanced. Mm. It's kinda like that almost. That's how I kind of basically.
1: If you saw that like movie, um, oh, I forget what the movie's called, but it's like, oh, the aliens aren't even like physical; they're like just like smoke clouds, sort of they're, like a different element, you know.
0: Captive Maybe state our
1: comprehension, huh?
0: Captive state.
1: No, no, they had like a language. You know what? Let me search it up right now.
0: Please do, please do, Droof. Um, <laughs> so we've kind of uh, we've hit on you. Uh, before you get uh, once you get that, Droof. I'm going to talk a little bit for a second. Uh, we touched on how We touched on the homo shape uh, the gorilla. Arrival. I'm... Arrival. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, We've talked about kind of everything. Let's start a transition to the end of the movie, right? Because we hit kind of the middle. We've hit right, sort right. of the main concept towards kind of the middle part of it. Let's go to the end now. What is the end? Because I honestly, low-key, high-key, had I literally did not even know what was going on. I was just like. Number one, I was bored out of my mind. But number two, I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, Moses, I'll start with you because you're really the intellect of this this discussion here. What did you think the end scene as a whole meant? Include. Let's start first with the the like kind of like trippy uh, visuals.
2: Um, I to be honest. I actually have no idea. Like first of all we talk about like okay, so yeah, there's true proposals, like that kind of like symmetrical shapes shit, like goes on for twenty minutes or so. And then he sees like an older version of himself, like in a bed. Um I'm not sure. If I'm comp- if I wanna speculate on it, I believe it's the concept of sort of humanity reflecting upon itself. Asking why, like why you decide to do certain things, and kind of reflecting the regrets, right? But at the same time, it doesn't answer a lot of things, like why do you show up in this room? Why do you show up with an older version of yourself? Why do you decide to sit at at the, uh, and which is at the other room? You know,
0: then even even I don't want to cut you off, but like even why was the man eating? You know what I mean? Like even things like that.
2: Yeah, I see it. I seriously don't understand, I think that's something that you should look into film theory about, but, like, to be honest, James, like, I don't know, like, true skepticism goes by. I mean, I think it was meant
1: to be, like, a visual representation of this species, like, dying off. Like, like, that, like, how, like, earlier talking about this whole human, like, hypothesis, like, you know, like, the idea, like, it's a visual representation, like, he's getting older, and he's seeing himself get, like, withered and eventually dying off, you know? Like,
0: I think that's, like, a visual metaphor for that. I, I at least took it as if, obviously, I, get, I think you guys are agree with this. He was going, he was transporting to another dimension through the trippy stuff. But as he started transporting, maybe if you guys noticed this, at least I did, he got more, the visuals became more realistic. Because at first, he kind of started going through, like, kind of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. almost like he was going through, like, computer code type thing. Um, and if you've seen the movie, kind of explain he... Uh, Dave, the main character, after Frank dies, he destroys Hal. He kind of goes through this kind of trippy stage where his eyes are all fluttering and he kind of goes into like another dimension. Mm -hmm. But as he gets closer to kind of entering this dimension, it just kind of becomes like hills that are like the color is augmented or like river with the color is augmented.
1: I I think his brain was like taking or like it's it's that it's like it's going from that very abstract. To like the super realistic, you know, from the abstract down to like a more like, oh, what's like the closest thing that looks like these abstract colors? Oh, maybe like the mountain sides, but in like different colors. And then eventually it becomes more and more realistic until it's like this room perfectly replicated in time and space.
0: And then, though, he goes into a, a, a room that doesn't even look realistic because it's really weird because it's like it looks it's like a modern like it's a futuristic room, but it looks like it's 18th century architecture. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's like classic, or yeah, like which is influenced by like classic Roman architecture.
0: Right. And then he sees a man eating, which is himself. But then he sees a different... Was he eating or
1: playing chess? I thought he was playing chess.
0: Well, weren't there... I think one of them was eating. There might have been... I don't remember. There might have been... I know for sure there was was one man... Okay, so here it is. He sees then becomes older version of himself. First standing in the bedroom, a middle-aged man. A middle-aged and then still in his space suit then dressed in leisure attire and eating dinner, finally as an old man laying on be- on a bed, right? But then the monolith appears at the end of the bed and then he reaches for, like, everybody else and then, you know, it kind of becomes sort of like a fetus. So, to me, um, uh, this is why I kind of got the idea of maybe, like, the monolith is kind of like the god of this because he kind of becomes rebirth. I mean, maybe he's not rebirthed, but it becomes, you know, we go from a really old man who's about to die, it looks like, to then a fetus. So to me, at least, it's maybe like a re- like reincarnation, rebirth type thing. How we went to like awesome. sort of that, maybe like a new heaven or something, you know, like another he- like heaven almost. But not, you know what You're I mean? Stage, Nirvana. Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I mean, that was just, I mean, I don't know what you think about that. At least Moses, I don't know. That's what I took away from it, at least.
2: I still don't know, because it's very confusing. It's abstract film, which I have not dived into like ever, so I don't know. Dream's
0: guess is as good as mine. I mean, yeah, because I've seen, think about it, this. This is a really, uh, like you said, Moses, a really uh, unique film because it's kind of it's very exper- experimental. So like, it's not like a traditional mm-hmm. narrative. Um, sure. but
1: especially with that ending, like there was like such it was all open to interpretation. You know, there's no satis- like no immediate satisfaction given.
0: Uh-huh. So now, so everyone knows my opinion. Now I said it was garbage. Now you guys wanted to dive right into the, so I think you guys liked it more than me, but if you could give like maybe a, a little, your opinions on the movie, as we kind of wrap up the discussion here, overall, did you guys like it? Would you recommend it? Did you not like it? Is it more of sort of a thing you want to dive into the themes, but not really the plot? It, well, in your opinion, what is this movie like, movie to you, so to speak? You know, what does it mean to you, so to speak?
1: It's, I mean, I view it more like through an artistic lens, I guess, than a traditional narrative storytelling-based lens, you know, trying to appreciate the the ambiguity of it all, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I can't say like, it's probably one that I'm going to go back to, but maybe.
0: Did you like it, though? Did you enjoy it or no?
1: I was kind of neutral about it. I think I swayed a bit more to the positive side, but... Overall, yeah, it was sort of neutral, I guess. I mean I was
2: sort of, I was sort of like falling asleep a little bit towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think my opinion is similar to Drew's, like it had similar like artistic merit. I do enjoy how they used a lot of like classical soundtracks to illustrate the the many diverse concepts that it had. But at the same time, it's like if you mix classical soundtracks with kind of this avant-garde concepts. Um, the question. Wait, were, Moses, Moses,
0: can you just yeah. explain that term that you just said? Because I don't think everyone is on. All of our listeners may not be know what that is. Avant-garde.
2: Yeah. Oh, it just means modern. It just means misunderstood. Like, like very recent, more very um, contemporary, contemporary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Contemporary, like hard to describe. Um, I feel like if we mix those two, like it, it's hard to combine classical music with kind of like a very abstract um, vision of our future, like the far future. So, like in all, I think it's it's a brilliant film. I, I think there's many papers that explore it, but at the same time, to like a very um, casual audience, like you and me, James, like I feel like it's something that might go overhead.
0: Yeah, it, it certainly went over mine, put it that way. But one thing I definitely appreciated from this movie, and at least the thing that I knew, what I mean, I wasn't really familiar, too familiar with this plot. But the one thing that I knew going in, and that really did resonate, was the effects are really special. Right. that's really what they, this, were really,
1: they were nice, especially like the robots and stuff. They were like those. Those look
2: like really good.
0: I mean, that's why one of the that's one of the reasons why this movie's famous is because of the uh, what do you call it, the uh.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. For something that's produced in 1968, even the concept of, like, remember when the guy was exercising, he was running, like, up in a circle? Like, Yeah, those shots are awesome. Yeah, that that
0: was good. That was actually cool. I got it. That was, like, like
2: magical to create. Like, that was the concept of someone defying gravity. Like, I believe that was, it was an advanced film. It was ahead of its time. But at the same time, I feel like it overstens. It tries to explain something that it doesn't really
0: know, which is the yeah, it's more well received now than it was in the beginning. I mean, people in the beginning hated it. I mean, like it was really contrary It was very like now. It's, I guess it's more positive because not as many. It's like the, not a lot of the general public sees it. But like back right. in the beginning, when like everyone was seeing it, it was a very controversial. Because people were, like me were like, "This is garbage," That's while right. others were like, "This is a masterpiece." Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, you guys, as we we're kind of wrapping up the discussion here, so you guys have any other, what are you guys doing going forward? Any cool projects planned or um, anything no, else you want to actually, say off your chest? My, I mean, oh, like plans for the future? Whatever you want. Like literally, th- this is like oh, nothing big. two I minutes mean, you know, to talk.
1: College, I got like a paper I got to probably right sometime today about like, you know, like the feral hog population. I, I, I remember like, I, that's why I mentioned it earlier. I was, I was doing some research about it and, like, trying to figure trying to figure out the different ways of, like, you know, containing them and, and whatnot. Like, do you, do, you, do you have any preference when it comes to that? Anything I could include in my paper?
0: I mean, I've heard about these things before. Like, I remember, I don't even, really, like, know. Like, They're
1: doing millions of dollars of damage. You know
0: that? I, yeah, I, 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 I've heard, like, I've seen it, but, like, I'm not really too familiar. I mean, they kind of look a little cool, They're, you know, but I guess you got to kill them, you know?
1: There's different, yeah, there's, like, there's, like, there's different options. There's, like, one, they trap them and they sterilize them. Others, like, they, they like, shoot them from, like, helicopters. There's, like, so many different, like, strategies and, like, people don't know which the best to take. And, you know, it's very heavily debated. I'm are sure
0: they an know. invasive species or no?
1: They are. They are.
0: Oh, kill, like, them kill them all, then. Kill them all. I don't care. The, yeah. Kill them all, then. I don't care. No. You have to. You're not, you're an right. invasive I mean, yeah. species.
1: You're, it's, like, native populations are dying and it's costing the, yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Moses? Did you do anything?
2: Um... I'm basically just catching up with my schoolwork right now. Um, that's what's most important for me. But I do believe, like, research on the fair hog population, like, we've talked a bit about this in the past. Like, that's important. So, yeah, I, I encourage you to keep going. And, uh, James, I think this is an excellent show. Like, I believe, like, this can go very far. So, like, yeah, sure. Like, guys, keep going where you're going right now.
1: I was – this is amazing. Like, I, I don't know about you, James, but I thoroughly
2: enjoyed this. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, okay. Well, thank you guys. Um, these, I'm glad these guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys really did it too. Uh, remember, if you're not following us already, please follow us on uh, Twitter.
2: Sorry, if I can interrupt this one last time, sorry. You're okay, um, Moses. Uh, there's a Brazilian saying that just says, uh, which means to um, kind of like blow off little ducks and it means just like to talk nonsense lies. This is not what it is. This is not what the radio station is. Like, we, like James, like obviously but, I've heard a lot of his shows, I believe he doesn't like just like BS a lot of his stuff. He puts a lot of work into it and I believe like, guys just keep listening. That's that's all I'm going to say. Keep listening.
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Also, side note, I want all your family listening. I want Mo- Moses, I want people in China listening and Drew, I want people in India listening. I want I'll call them all up right now. Call yeah, up. I want the whole nine yards listening to my to this podcast today, but Thank you so much. I appreciate the high regards. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Last episode was our most highly uh, rated episode or our most highly listened to episode. So I want to continue that really? momentum. and get. To, yes. You guys have a lot to fill. You have a lot. Amazing. I guess Joe was good spreading the word. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys so much. And next week, I don't know, we're going to continue this classic movie. Uh, hopefully there's some big news about some movies other than just all oh, this movie's re- moving release dates. But thank you guys so much again. Follow the Twitter account at RMM underscore nine zero one, and to send us off, uh, Moses True. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna play a little bit from the soundtrack of uh, of uh, of uh, Space Odyssey. If that's okay with you guys, that
1: sounds like a great way to end the podcast.
0: Okay.